And the talk just keeps on coming. You can do anything. You can say anything you want to say. TalkZone.com. Welcome back. Thanks for being with us. If you want to call in, we're at 1-800-336-2225. What you got there, dear? Well, here's another very troubling thing. A lot by the same group of liberal-minded people. Liberal means you don't have to pay attention to truth and reality. It's like you can just sort of slide off according to your whims. That's what I've gathered over the years that liberal means. I am very, very embarrassed to say that I was a liberal. I am... I, you know, it's it's ungrounded. Get out. (laughs) It's It's ungrounded, huh? It's ungrounded. It's rose-colored glasses. It's idealistic. It's Pollyanna. When you send, take me up to a spaceship kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same time, isn't it? It is. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for thanks for bringing that up, dear. (laughs) Charmaine has marvelous feet, but they were not on the ground. So. Um, the liberals. I want to say one more okay. thing about liberals. It's it's sort of like don't bother me with the facts. I like my view, whether it's accurate or not. Yeah. And they're not looking at life with clear view. And here's the problem with that: is things jump up and bite you in the butt. You know, like life's conditions and circumstances come in and bite you in the butt because you've got these rose-colored glasses on that aren't looking at reality, and so then things come and nab you. It's like it's like you get caught off guard. Right. It's a real problem. It sure is. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Old bit chomper here. So we have that we can't touch because the Liberal Congress has said no, no, no. 35 million cubic feet of oil in Anwar... Uh, Alaska. You know, we're in an energy crisis, and we have uh, countries that are hostile to our country, wish us ill will, and right now they see us down, so they're just piling up the prices as much as they can. So the liberals have just put us into their hands. I I don't know why they would think this way, but, you know, it is anti- uh, anti in in the American prosperity, anti in American goodwill. You know, because all of us people are really getting gouged at the gas pump as well as, you know, think of next winter coming along and think of the uh, fuel it takes to run industry. There's over estimated 400 trillion cubic feet of natural gas under the U.S. that could be tapped any time, but, whoop, illegal. You know, I do just want to throw in one little, you know, probably hiccup to this. You know, I think overall what you're saying is right on, but what about the fact that, you know, like I was seeing in the news the other day that this poor Maine fam- family was in hardship because they couldn't do their annual vacation. And I thought, oh, please. And they call that a hardship. Yeah. You know, that's what they call a lot of people in poverty in America, you know, and we're just, you know, they'll go waste money on this or that. It's it's not true poverty. You go no, over to Africa or Asia, you'll see true poverty. And, you know, maybe when things are getting tight, maybe we need to corral, you know, ourselves a little bit and not need to drive all over the place. You know, 
you know, like do, you know, what do they call it when you get two or three people driving? Carpooling. Carpooling. Yeah. Like, you know, there are other avenues besides just guzzling gas. That's right. And, you know, America does tend to be a little bit selfish and lazy and self-indulgent. And, yep. you know, I want I want to have my cake and eat it too. And so this is a natural part of tightening our belt on one is. hand, but it's getting out of hand. I agree. But I think there, I think we need to look at both sides right. of that. So Brazil has found a huge oil fine under the Atlantic Ocean, but it's illegal by our Congress, our uh, liberal Congress, to go uh, get oil out of the Atlantic. So we have huge solutions. One trillion barrels of oil from Canadian and U.S. shale available. One trillion barrels. And it's illegal for us to go after that. Huge Pacific offshore oil illegal. Huge Gulf of Mexico offshore oil illegal. This is our Democrats, by and large, and, and liberals who have settled us this way. So now we're in a real fix because they voted against us taking care of ourselves and getting out of the grips of these hostile nations. And now they're doing just what they want to do with us, which is make it worse and worse and worse. It's interesting, while Bush has such a bad name to so many people, uh, you know, he went and visited Saudi Arabia last week or so, got them to increase their oil output 300,000 barrels a day to ease the high fuel problems. At the same time, the congressional liberals voted to prevent U.S. production of oil from its own shale. Does this, is this getting through to anybody? I mean, are you listening? And here's a thing that just really, uh, you know, I can't think about it too much because it seems, it seems too possible that it could he's be looking, a really... He's <laughs> looking riled over here. Just one second. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Okay, go for it. About the same time, Admanijad uh, visited the Turkey leaders... They visited each other, and Nancy Pelosi went over to the Middle East to do a tour. Right after that, Nancy Pelosi and company sticks, you know, makes a real stand to make a worldwide issue of a 93-year-old mass crime that Turkey committed and shame on Turkey, but why do we bring it up 93 years later? And they were just squawking and yelling and everything, and this was the time that the... Muslim countries used to start jacking up the oil prices. Uh, Turkey was threatening to stop um, uh, ports and not ports, but um, bases for American military and um, started going into northern Iraq on the justification of us. And they warned us and, and Nancy and company wouldn't get off of it. So we harassed them, and they told us not to, but I, I, I can't help wonder if they didn't orchestrate this together. Anyhow, this bothers my thinking a lot, because, you know, I don't know how many anti-Americans we have right inside America. So all this oil and gas being jacked up, you know, 27 cents higher, or 30 cents higher than it was 
before Nancy Pelosi pushed these issues, um, you know, uh, we, it could have been stopped. How would you like to have so much less cost of your gas when you go to the gas pump? How would you like that? Well, I think our Democrat core here uh, antagonized it, and, you know, the Muslims are looking for an excuse, and they got one, and so Turkey went off balance. Now, Turkey's been one of our, our most stable allies, and they went out of hand off balance out of reaction to this 93-year-old huge issue of Turkey killing a million Christians, which they did do. But they did it 93 million years ago. Uh, 93 years ago. <laughs> 93 it's million a, miles feels, through the sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> feels like that, huh? So once again, while Bush was making this deal with Saudi Arabia and getting all kinds of bad press, our liberal Congress was passing laws so we can't, farm and produce oil from our own shale. Have any of you put this together? Does this make sense to any of you? And I challenge you to prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong. Try it. Be honest. Look for the truth and prove me wrong. Or, you know, get on the right side of things. The right side of truth. What else you got over there? Well, I have a Barack Obama thing. Well, I'll tell you, we do not want him in middle office. He's a scary man to have. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it's it's hard to choose between Clinton and Obama, who's scarier. I tell yeah. you, it's it's a hard choice. Clinton's in with the Chinese and with the Muslims. Obama looks like he's in with the Muslims and the <sighs> racist and the anti-Americans. You know. Barack Obama had two very gifted speaking parents, and you know it's. Remember uh, the first Rocky program where the uh, Uncle Polly uh, called uh, called them big mouths. You know, I mean, he was way out of bounds and stuff. But I call these people big mouths. They're great at complaining, great at blaming, great at this problem, that problem, but nobody's solving anything. And that's what is the church that he. Uh, he got hooked into for 20 years. I mean, he must be in agreement with it. And I couldn't imagine if I loved my children, raising them in a racist, complaining, blaming, problem-oriented church. I would, I would seek an anti-American. I would seek a solving, maybe saving church, solving. And um, so to me, uh, you know, he, I, I believe he loves his children, so he has his children in a place that he believes is the best for them. And, of course, he's not a dumb man. He's not. He knows what's going on there. So, you know, this, this is what stands behind him. So, you know, he talks about change, and I think that's a really brilliant campaign is to talk about change and complain because the... Polls show how unhappy so many Americans yeah, are. 10% yep. uh, Amer uh, congressional approval, 30% presidential approval. That's dismal. And um, so McCain, for decades, he's, he's been up front in the news trying to get change to happen on a world-class level. Barry Hussein Obama, you haven't heard about him except for the last three or four years. And... Um, you know, talk about a radical change. We're fighting the Muslims tooth and tooth and nail, is it? Tooth and yeah, it is. <clears throat> and so we're going to 
Get a man who was raised Muslim, has a Muslim yeah, name. that's uh, very, very scary. You, you know, is this an omen? You know, I find it very interesting what uh, McCain is uh, pondering doing with a running mate. You know, ever since they shifted running mates, that you can pick your own running mates, yep. that you can pick somebody who you can work with and get along with. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since then, what he's what he's thinking about doing has never been done since that. Oh, this is something, isn't and it? And it's pretty amazing. You know, he's he's clearly a man who's interested in solutions. He's not interested in parties. And talk about, you know, Barack Obama says, I'm going to bring the world together while he's saying we're going to pull out of Iran. Right, and the two, Iraq. Not, the two do they, not work two together. The two do not mix, but McCain, McCain might be doing something that will unite everything, it looks like, which is... Yeah, he's thinking about having a Democratic running mate, which is amazing. Lieberman, yeah, yeah. which is amazing. He recently had... He's seriously considering that, yeah, I believe. He, well, he recently had a group of uh, gentlemen yep, yeah. to his uh, ranch, and um, the whole idea, I believe, was to talk about the, you know, the, his running mate, and yeah. they were all Republicans except for Lieberman. Right. And Lieberman is also like a maverick, like McCain is a maverick. They'll cross ranks, too, to well, do what he thinks right. they're looking for solutions. Who cares? <clears throat> Democrat, Republican? Right. You know, people say, you know, to us, well, you're just Republicans. And we go, no, we're not. We are who's ever best for the job. And, you know, that's what you want to be. You don't want to be Republican or Democrat. You want to be whoever is best for the job. And it shouldn't matter about plumbing. It shouldn't matter about color. It shouldn't matter about anything but who's best for the job. So I believe voting on a partisan level where you vote for your party the way they tell you is immoral because you're not standing up for truth. And yet... A lot of the Republicans and, and a lot of the Democrats say that's how you're supposed to do it, but I believe it's immoral because you forsake truth. Let's say uh, eight out of ten things you're right on with your party and two you're really not on with them. How are you going to vote? Are you going to vote the truth or are you going to vote how the party tells you? And this is, it takes some courage to do that. And, you know, supposedly congress men and women are supposed to be the upper echelon of people supposedly <laughs> <laughs> you know i believe that a great deal of um obama's uh support comes from anti-hillary yeah Cause, cause bill is, and hillary have done a lot of dirt yeah they're very all over the people. place and I believe that, and I don't hear anyone talking about that, but I believe that's a lot of what has Obama looking so good. <clears throat> Another thing I want to say, like McCain's in world-class uh, change and trying to get it happening, Obama has done virtually nothing. You know, he has a great, complaining, clever, gifted mouth, but he's done virtually nothing on any world-class level anywhere I can see. You know, he's a toddler in Congress. He's just gotten started, so he doesn't have any power there virtually. You know, he's a great manipulator of words, but not much of a speaker of truth that I can tell. (laughs) You know, regarding whether or not you're voting in a male or female, black, purple, or green, etc., etc., I wanted to just make a comment about... uh, You know, Keith and I have been exposed to the guides on the ethereal plane for, I don't know, two or three thousand hours. I mean, tons. And I'll tell you something about those ethereal beings. They uh, respect all equally. 
They are interested in who has the bead. You want to know what that means? That means that they're interested when they're like in a group of them, of the ethereal beings, and they're looking for solutions. They turn to whoever has the connection to the universe that carries the correct answer for the problem. They don't care who it is. And I'll tell you something else. When you get past Earth where we have these little dinker mindsets that are anti-color, anti-sex, anti-whatever, when it, you know, when you get out into the universe, there are many, 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 many species and they, you know, a lot of them work together very well without problems. And they are interested in who has the bead on something. They don't care anything else. And, you know, we need to, as a humanity, we need to grow up and mature and stop caring about anything besides who's got the bead. Who has the connection to the solutions that we need in the moment? And it doesn't matter who they are, poor, rich, nothing. It doesn't matter. Do they have the bead? You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, helping humanity wake up one show at a time. We'll be right back. 